damn, son, you've come a long way. Yeah, you too. Your sword game got mad tight. Y'all done sucking each other's dicks. Shut the fuck up and fight. <laughs> <laughs> You too, Shaolin. Hey, yo, Lena, wasn't my fault. Keep my sister's name out of your motherfucking mouth. You're the one who killed her. Damn. You hit homeboy's sister? That's some cold shit. I wanna take things slow. Put my mind in cruise control. you pal i got you you know i would never disrespect like that you know i would never disrespect like that how am i gonna play something from the wu-tang show and not hit y'all with you know a little something you know a little taste of this right here game of chess is like a sword fight this is the real intro y'all you must think first before you move style is immensely strong and immune to nearly any weapon when it's properly used it's almost invincible yes easy you're I'ma give it to ya with no trivia. Roll like cocaine straight from Bolivia. My hip hop will rock and shock the nation like the Emancipation Proclamation. We can see a first we slang the dead. Your mother run into the wall and bang your head. I push a force, my force you're doubting. I'm making devils power to the caucus mountain. Well, I'm a sire. I set the microphone on fire. Rap styles vary and carry like Mariah. I come from the Shaolin slum and the ally I'm from is coming through with enough niggas, enough guns. So if you wanna come sweating, pressing contesting. Yep. Sitting across from me is the boy Dave, and his new name on the show is now going to be called the Notorious P.I.G. <laughs> and across from me is the boy Dev, and I just hired him as my nutsack orderly. <laughs> he was going to chop on me like that? And you are locked in to the cruise control. We are live, baby. We are, we are excited. We're bringing so much energy in the beginning, y'all, because if you didn't hear us last week, I could tell you again right now, this is episode 50. Dick on your chest, my nigga. Fuck out of here. And we are happy and excited. We had to hit every soundboard color to show y'all how happy we are that this is episode 50. Dave. 50. Dave, we made it, bro. We made it to episode 50. We had doubters. We had we had people say your podcast is whack. We had people say y'all not funny. I had people tell me that I make too much jokes about you with your weight. I had people call me a crackhead. Crackhead. Uh, Whores was talking to me. <laughs> 69 whores was talking to Dave. All grizzly like. What those 69 whores were saying to you about our show? They was like, you a whore. <laughs> they was adding you? Yeah. So you knew 70 they whores. They called me that. <laughs> wow. Whores was calling you a whore. You a whore square. While playing horse. <laughs> <laughs> and that joke was trash. 
but no, nah, man, it's episode fifty. We are happy to be here. I'm Yo, a, I can't believe I'm this very excited for this. Episodes. Yeah, yeah. I'm very we excited. We sat down for this. fifty times and did this. And 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 it's not just it's it wasn't me that made you do this. It was people who kept telling you about the show. They people was coming up. Yo, what was you remember the, the other day? You said you was walking down the street with two gallons of milk. What happened when you was walking from the corner store? Somebody was like, Yo, oh, you <laughs> I'm not going to lie I don't know what you just asking me to affirm So I started making noises To fill in the space Nah I heard When you was walking down the street From the corner store With two gallons of milk in your hand Somebody walked up And did all the noises That we play on our soundboard Somebody walked up and did What they did is they opened their mouth and all those noises came out of <laughs> at the same time. That's how tough they love our show, bro. Like I, I just I'm just I guess for the beginning of the show, I just want to say I'm happy that we were able to make it to 50 episodes. I, I, I didn't know if we were gonna make it here. I didn't know if this show was gonna fizzle out. I didn't know if we were gonna have listeners. I didn't know if people liked the T- show. Dev, take us back to before the show started. Cause I, I'm gonna say right now uh-huh. to give everybody who listens and yo, if you've been rocking with us from day one or if you joined in midway through, I don't me care that was you, doing yeah. this where you started. You could this could be your first episode you're listening to. Yep. We appreciate everybody who's ever pressed the button and hit play on one of our episodes. Yes, sir. But Dev, I got to give you the credit to anybody who's listening and mm-hmm. for people who don't know. You came up with the idea for this pod. I did. You know what I mean? I was doing. I was on my thug dizzle, mm-hmm. being the seventieth seventieth whore. <laughs> right. And you approached me of a hortet. <laughs> you get it instead of a quartet. <laughs> oh, I get two. Shut up. What was but you Dad, saying? Yeah. I'm giving you the credit that you deserve because you came up with the idea. So. Before we jump into the episode, just give everybody a little context about what this meant going into it and and what this idea meant for you before we even started. Yeah, it it meant a lot to me. I know growing up, uh, this was a big part of our family. This was a big part of us. We were always joking around. We both grew up the same exact way, which was we were big kids and we would get made fun of at school people would make a lot of jokes about us which then turned us into people who were funny we were we were comedians i would say Mm -hmm. me and you were were great with the jokes so i just thought why don't we put what me and you do on a daily basis why don't we just get in front of a microphone and show it to people why don't we get in front of a microphone lay out some jokes talk about topics i feel like people would like it I knew you were dope. I knew you were funny. You did a little bit of stand-up here or there. People can obviously know that I did my stand-up. You can look on YouTube, find my stand-up. But we did our thing, and I felt like we needed to get together and make this show because people need to laugh with us, and we're great at making people laugh. So we got the equipment together. It took a while for Dave to get on board. Dave, you know how you were kept pushing it back, kept pushing it back. You didn't really want to be a part of it. And then one day, finally, the first day we sat down, we had a little... Because I was out. I was hustling, right? Huh? I was out hustling, making money. Right, red tips. Right, 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 right. You was out there in Staten with the red tips. So I was just out there getting money, hustling, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And <laughs> you came and got me. I you said... took a ferry. <laughs> I said, yo, son, we need to squash our differences. <laughs> I said, word is bomb. Peace, God. <laughs> Nobody understands this reference right huh? now. For those who don't know... 
<laughs> no, but before we go into that, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You get the credit. I'm giving you the credit right now. Wow. Every somebody record this real quick. I mean, we are literally recording. No, I want right somebody now. to record it. The recording, so they can have it on their phones. So when people come up and they be like, "Yo, listen to this," and they can say, "Dev deserves the credit for this show." <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> so anyway. Props to you, man. I appreciate it. And now we're 50 episodes in. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, We've changed people's lives. People are naming their children after this. Yeah. This lady came up to me the other day. She's like, I named my daughter Cruise Control Pod. Wow. First first name name? Cruise, middle name Control, last name Pod. And was Pod her last name? No. So she just gave the baby a whole new last name because of us. Wow. Her last name was Schweibler. (laughs) We got Schweibler fans? Yes. Yes. That's what's but now up. we got a pie. <laughs> I promise y'all but we yo, didn't drink before the episode. But yo, I just want to say to everybody, word is born. <laughs> yeah, me. Nah, we um, we the we wanted to give that little introduction, but and we're saying all these words because me and Dave have been hooked on the Wu-Tang Saga TV show on Hulu and that show is great I played the clip in the beginning that was from that show Um, and then obviously we played some little bit of Wu-Tang at the end of um, it that was an episode where the guy because the Wu-Tang clan they love like old kung fu movies kung fu clips yep so it was like some of the Wu-Tang members they was like imagining if they were in a kung fu flick basically right that was when the Ghostface Killer was watching the movie with his brothers right and that was being shown but I think it was what they were understanding from the movie through their mind right was the way that he was interpreting the movie (laughs) right it (laughs) was was like the New York interpretation of a a kung fu flick flick. yeah which was funny but um, highly recommend that show highly recommend that show bro who put you on you did shout out Shout out to you, man. Dave, Dave Welcome. told me I should watch it, and Word I knew born, I knew this, I knew the show was gonna be great when mom was cooking, and I'm watching the show in the kitchen while she's cooking. We're talking, and she sits down, starts to watch it. My mom was hooked on that joint. I couldn't believe it. Mom got. Hooked. I saw mom uh, yesterday, and she walked up to me and asked me, "What's the mathematics for today?" And what you told her? I was like, "Word is born, son. <laughs> Three is the number of life." Right, R stands for ruler. Z stands for zigzag, <laughs> zip, zap, zop. And A stands for all father who are in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. RZA. <laughs> Let's go. All this will make sense if you guys watch the show, but it's a great TV show. The Wu-Tang Saga on Hulu. It's a shameless plug. This is a, a free advertisement. A, a, a dramatic uh, interpretation. reenactment or interpretation of... With, not interpretation. It's a dramatic reenactment of Wu Tang, <laughs> the Wu Tang Clan, the music hip hop group, mm-hmm. making their like they're from their beginnings. Yeah. So Highly some of it is rooted in truth. It's kind of loosely based on their actual story. A lot of the things that they went through did happen, or were a version of what happened. But then they also dramatize it for the sake of television. Exactly. So they add some like more fictional pieces and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe overemphasize or dramat- dramatize some things, but uh, yeah, no, for sure, I recommend it. Yeah, it's so. it's a, it's a great show. I knew if my mom, mom stood up till I had work last night till eleven p.m. Mom stood up till I got home, which was about eleven thirty, eleven forty-five p.m. So we could watch two more episodes of that show. And she was wearing Tim's the whole time. Mom was dedicated, right? She was sleeping. Mom sleeps in Tim's now. And a Pele Pele jacket. Yeah, bro. Curtis Bond, son. Clark Wallabies. <laughs> 
And her tongue is sharp like a sword. Her tongue is a sword, right? Her sword is a tongue. Exactly, bro. She crazy. Mom got two turntables in her room right now. She be going to the record store. Word life, son. And also, rest in peace, Josh's son. Yo, Josh's son. <laughs> we can't ruin that. That's a spoiler alert. Oh, Yo, come on, man. You know. No, the, back it up. Spoiler you, alert. You know. You know. You know, monolith guys are probably gonna listen in, and they, you know, they I probably know. gonna tune in. They, what they a need faux to, pas. They're gonna need it for their minds, cause you know they need to know what was going on in hip hop, cause yeah. they're too busy listening to Walk the Crab and stuff like that. So yeah, we definitely, definitely got don't no spoilers for <laughs> for everybody who's listening in. But it was a great show, and they they just got finished season two, which ended at the end of October. Yeah. Oh, I just read that they're gonna renew it for season three. And oh, it's yeah. gonna be the final season. Oh, there's only doing three seasons. Yeah, man. Oh, fool. That's domestic violence. <laughs> oh, is she hitting you? That's domestic violence. Dad, what are you talking about? You never about, seen man? that YouTube video? No. And don't look it up. All right, never mind, never mind. Episode. This but is number 50, bro. This is episode 50, so we, we bring in a lot of stupid stuff today. But, Dave, we're talking about Wu-Tang Clan. We're talking about all this music. It, it, we got to we gotta bring episode 50 the way we brought episode one in. And that's, let's, let's get into this music, Dave. Let's get into new music that came out because there's been a lot of it. Let me drop some artists' names on your brain, see how that make you feel. Pop. Tell me who the artist is, son. Word is bond. Word is bond, son. I got Adele. Uh-huh. We got Ed Sheeran. Uh-huh. I also got... Who? Huh? Ed Sheeran? How you say it? Ed Sheeran or Ed Sheeran? Sheeran, man. Ed Sheeran? I thought you were talking about El Shaddai. Yo. <laughs> Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. El Shaddai himself. Erishim uh, the, uh, the Judge. Adele Jesus came out with new music. Uh-huh. Um, Imagine Dragons. <laughs> Imagine Dragons And last but not least Silk Sonic Which is Bruno Mars Anderson Pac Okay I messed with them Their album comes out Tomorrow I think I think it comes out on the 8th It comes out this week though Their album comes out this week Oh finally And they dropped the new I didn't know that They dropped their last Yeah their album comes out this week And they dropped their new single uh, Friday so, I so gotta, we got new music from all these acts And you ain't even tune into one? Bro, so what did you say? Uh, Imagine Dragons, Ed Sheeran What was uh, the first one? Adele Adele and, and Silk Sonic Okay, so I messed with Silk Sonic I messed with Adele Okay Imagine Dragons, even though they're our intro Not really a fan <laughs> Come on, man Ed Sheeran I, I really don't keep up with him Like, I know what he does Alright, alright Well, let me But what? I haven't heard I'm gonna say for the record, I haven't heard none of this. No, none of them. No. So Ed Sheeran, like dropped, I know the Silk Sonic drum came out, I just didn't. Ed Sheeran dropped the yet. album, so I'm not gonna play his whole album for okay. you, right? I'm not gonna do that right now. What I'll Is do? Is it in the Rolling Stone top hundred albums of all time? <laughs> yeah, right under uh, Fleetwood uh, Mac, Fleetwood Mac, and um, <laughs> or Sony Mitchell. <laughs> Oh, 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 Joni Mitchell's or whatever that trash album was. No, so what I'm gonna do is I'll I'll hit you with the stuff that you said you don't you're not really into. Let's see how you feeling about that, and then we'll hop right into the Silk Sonic Adele. We'll end it off like that with this with the second right here. Go ahead. So I got for you right here. I like this song personally. Is Imagine Dragons featuring one of your favorite artists, JID. Now, for those who don't know, they did this song for the game League of Legends. This is their second song that they did for League of Legends. League of Legends is one of the biggest games. If for those who are gamers, it's a top five game, like played mo- competitively. Mm-hmm. They sell out stadiums for this game. I lie to you not. They sell out stadiums for this game when they do tournaments. And Word is bomb. 
um, they just came out with a single with with JID, and it's mm-hmm. called Enemy. So this is Imagine Dragons featuring JID new song. Energy, all rip. Of the silence that allows for my mind to run around with my ear up to the ground. I'm searching to be heard. The stories that I told when my back is to the world. They were smiling when I turned. The only reason I'm asking you to lower it is because J.I.D.'s part comes on a little later. It's only like a two-minute song. I know you like J.I.D., so I'm going to skip to J.I.D.'s. I think I did hear this song. Did you hear this whole song? No, Yeah, this one. I heard it uh, last week when I was trick-or-treating and walked up on somebody's lawn. <laughs> Stupid Halloween outside track. <laughs> This is a trick or treating song. A trick or treat. I love you, Ryan. We got life size Reese's over here. Oh, y'all got almond joys. Yo, that corny Halloween song. How they be like? How they be like? Oh, the misery. They say, yo, y'all got almond joys. I'm ready. Damn, how did you hit it right on the I'm ready? I'm tough, dude. My third eye was open. So, so JID's in this song too. I know you're a fan of him. I'm gonna skip to his part because he, the beat, I like the beat. Don't get me wrong, I like the, I like the beat. And when I texted Dave, and for those who don't know, Imagine Dragons is in the hip hop community. This is the, this is the third. Damn. This is Come the on, third. Dude. Listen to me. Listen Come to on, me. Dude. I know I'm you're a, not sitting here trying to. I'm gonna give you that. some names. I'm gonna give you some names. This is the third. Hip hop artists, probably the well, yeah, it's only their third. The third hip hop artist that they have done music with. Let me give you some names: Lil Wayne, Kendrick, and now JID. Three amazing hip hop artists. That's respect. You think Kendrick and JID and, and Lil Wayne gonna do music with anybody? They dip into those pools just to make that white money. Man. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, son. What's the mathematics for today? <laughs> Come on, man. Huh? Word is bomb. Let me let me get to this JID, man. Miami. Alright, it's coming up right here. JID fries it though. Look, okay, I'm hoping that somebody pray for me. I'm praying that somebody hope for me. I'm staying where nobody supposed to be. Proposted, being a wreck of emotions. Ready to go whenever you let me know. The road is long, so put the pedal into the flow. The energy on my trail, my energy unavailable. I'ma tell it my silly way go. Hey, when I'm flat on my drive to the top, I've been out of shape, taking out the box. I'm an astronaut. I blasted off the planet, rock the cause catastrophe, and it matters more because I had it. Now I had I thought about wreaking havoc on an opposition. Kinda shocking, they want a static with precision. I'm automatic. Quarterback, I ain't talking second pack it, pack it up on panic, batter, batter up. Who the baddest? It don't matter cause we so you mess with that song? Yeah, I mess Ooh, with how that. How much candy you got to that song? I ain't gonna hold you. We had a lot of ridiculous trick or treating. <laughs> <laughs> we did go trick or treating last week. I took you the carried dog. a uh, blue pumpkin. I took the dogs and all that. No, no, no. We we went with our with our whole family. Aunts, cousins came. They brought their kids. Daviana was dressed up as Ursula. <laughs> 20 years <laughs> We talked about this already Yeah huh? we did Yeah oh. But we went trick or treating We did not listen to that song But that song is great And I like it Um. So yeah So that was the new Imagine Dragon song It dropped What's that thing with um? No I'm not gonna ask Another trick or treating question 
You got trick or treating. You got trick or treating. What's you, the next song? You be trick or treating on November fifth. No. <laughs> they be like trick or treat on November fifth. Remember, remember the fifth of November. For Vendetta Day. All right, so um, that was Imagine Dragons. We're gonna hop into some Ed Sheeran. So he yeah, dropped that was his, great. He dropped his album. Well, you know what? Let's do something different today. We and I'm gonna be serious. Uh-huh. Let's do a one through five. Every time we hear a we hear a song, we just gonna get one through five stars. I guess five being the tough. Like that's a good song. I'm gonna put on my playlist. One being that's never even gonna. I'm not even gonna look at this song again ever again after today. Mm-hmm. Where are you putting that song at? Probably two point five. Two. I'll point- give the Imagine Dragons. Enemy, right? Enemy. Featuring J.I.D. Featuring J.I.D. 2.5. So that's... What's and all the points go to J.I.D.'s little verse. So that... And just because he's skilled. And I and I mess with him. But, but the, the rest of it... Trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to stay right in my I'll give it. I'm going to give it like a, a four, man. For me, personally. But that's my favorite group. Okay. So, you know, and I like J.I.D. I okay. give it like a four, 4.5. Now, this is Ed Sheeran's album. Okay. Called Equal Sign. You know how everybody always messes well, up. Well, his Jones was all different. Like uh, it was like division, right? Yeah, it was division and the plus multiplication, and, and then PEMDAS. And <laughs> right, his next Jones gonna be two. <laughs> what is it? Parentheses. His next Jones gonna be semicolon. <laughs> he gonna have all these stupid Jones on there, but no. So Ed Sheeran dropped a new album, mm-hmm. highly anticipated by a certain group of people. And um I I mean who what who or people? Whites. What you mean? <laughs> Certain people. White people. Um I, I didn't A lot of a lot of people of color mess with Ed Sheeran, man. Yeah? Name me one. <laughs> Lil Boozy. <laughs> <laughs> to start. Um who else? Uh Canelo. <laughs> Canelo Alvarez the boxer. And Caleb Plant. <laughs> Yeah, he was hearing that when he got knocked out yesterday. Um, so Ed Sheeran Equal Sign album dropped. Highly anticipated, like I said. Bunch of people loved it. I think it's called Equals. Uh, I thought it was just called Equal Sign because it's just an equal sign on the on this album. What does that sign mean? Equal. Okay. So so you think it's just called equal? Yeah. Not equal sign. <laughs> yeah. He should have named. Are had you a- stupid, dumb, or slow? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Of course. How you give me three of the same things? <laughs> Are you stupid, dumb, or slow? Right, come on, we gotta get into this song. All right, so so it's a whole album. Like, I don't know how you want to attack. Oh, it's a whole album. It's a whole album. Because uh, uh, I know you don't want to hear. Do you want to hear the most played song on the album? No, no, no. Give me um, give me multiplication. <laughs> <laughs> no, all of his songs is not the mathematics. <laughs> Punctuation. <laughs> Give me exclamation point. Give me A square. B square. <laughs> All of the songs is not. I know I got phlegm. Dude, 50 episodes. <laughs> what is going on, man? This bull. <laughs> Sorry, Pop. It happens, man. We be laughing. Word is born, son. When I laugh too much, that's what happens. All right. So what what you trying here? His most played song on the album? Yeah, go ahead. All right, it's called... It's called Bad Habits. You probably heard this one. This is radio hit. This is Bad Habits. I don't listen to the radio no more. This was Bad Habits on mm-hmm. Ed Sheeran's album. This is played, according to Spotify, 650 million streams. Dang. Of this song okay. right here. All right? You saw the intro from Marvin Gaye. I, I hate that. 
hate when artists count down. Do it again. <laughs> like that y'all mad annoying, son. I got Every time you come around, you know I can't say no. That's Zane Malik. Can't. <laughs> Every time the sun goes down, I let you take control. I can feel the paradise before my world implodes. He in his bag. That's Ed Yeah, he's in his bag. Beat about to drop. My bad habits lead to late nights and in alone. Conversations with a stranger. I barely know. Swearing this will be the last, but it probably won't. I got nothing left to lose or use. Okay, I see you over there. What's going on? What's going on over there, I'm man? bobbing over here. You feeling seat. that drum? Bad habits? Bad habits by Ed Sheeran is getting that you going. That kind of bobbish. Oh, put that back up. Put that back up. I got me. you. I got you. <laughs> Y'all got almond joys over there? I want one now. <laughs> Are these all Halloween? This is not a Halloween song, dude. Nah, nah, nah. Y'all got what is bad habits? Um, let me keep. Oh, play it for like two more seconds. I need to figure out what this is. Bad habits like his bad habits lead to you. That's what he says. Every pure intention ends when the good times start. What he said? He said every bad intention ends when a good time starts. Mmm. That's knowledge. That's the knowledge and wisdom equals <laughs> bad habits. Mathematics. <laughs> okay, pop. So how are you feeling about this right here? So I was over here, you know, bopping my shoulders. <laughs> I seen it. It was a little boppish and I can't even front on it. Okay. I could definitely see myself waiting in line for the King of Kai six legs <laughs> listening to that. <laughs> Trying to get a middle seat. That's so unfortunate. <laughs> I could definitely see myself waiting for a middle seat at the Kingdom Car. <laughs> so you need to be in row six, <laughs> row two, and four, five, or for everyone else. <laughs> yeah, being on a roller coaster is the worst. When you're but bigger, yeah. Listening to bad habits will make it a little better. So what you giving it? One out of five. Uh, I would go ahead and give that a solid three point four. That's so <laughs> random. <laughs> what you mean? Three point four. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not blowing my mind. Yeah, you know what I mean it's not bad a- romance by Lady Gaga, but it's 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 a three point four. Like I it's learned bop-ish. something. I learned something from you today. Bad romance gets you in that zone. Oh, wait till we do our top five songs ever. Oh, for real? Bad ro- Okay, okay. I'm Come gonna on, give bro. it like a three point five. I mean, uh, it was all right. It was, it was You're just gonna point one. No, you know what? Me? I'm gonna go lower than you. I'm actually gonna give it a three. I think it was all right. I the the album itself. The album itself had some good hits. Mm-hmm. There was a song on there called The Joker and the Queen, which is like a love song about, you know, it sounds like what it is. Like you're a guy, a joker, and then you're married to a go, queen. A queen, exactly. So that song was real good. I thought, it, thought the words in that song were very beautiful. Did you want to play it real quick? No? Um, 
But other than that, he has a bunch of other radio hits that people have probably heard. So I don't really really get too into the radio hits because that one itself was one. But um, all right. I told you we was going to give you the ones that you wasn't messing with and then rock out at the end. And Sharon kind of surprised me. If uh, off that one track, I might I might go give his John a spin. You might tune in. I might, to the I equal might sign? go give his John a spin. Okay. Equals. Okay. So next up, we got one of the queens of music right now. I think we all can agree to that. Her name is Adele. Yes. She dropped. She has an album coming out. Highly anticipated. Beyonce gonna be on that album. A lot of good stuff coming out from she Adele. She dropped weight. She dropped mad weight. Looking like a snack. Mm. You but, like? You, would you date Adele? I date Adele. Yeah. Before and after. But I'm talking about like before and after. Yes. Both? Yes. Ah. Okay. Yes, sir. Cheap. Because you, you generally speaking, you like skinnier women. Right, um, you like you like those with boyish features. <laughs> you see, I shall I say, <laughs> boyish features, bro. Yeah, like just like a petite man. You could say petite women. Why is boyish petite to you? <laughs> when you think petite, why is why is boys come up in so your? So that's mind? the category you look up on on the hub. <laughs> yeah. On the hub, yeah. Pet- you look petite, petite. Yeah, you never. I mean, well, you don't need to Dude. look up, but. <laughs> See anything petite? If I see it on a, a restaurant menu, <laughs> petite asparagus or whatever. Nah, nothing petite, petite is asparagus. good if you really think about it. There's nothing. Nothing petite is good in this world. What you mean, bro? Like if somebody was like, "I'm gonna give you a petite amount of ice cream," you'd be tight. I'd be tight, yeah. Okay, but if I'm trying to watch my weight and stuff, I wouldn't be tight. No, that's not true. What's the mathematics, Dave? Tell Come me on. something good that's petite. Women, exactly. Women, Ooh. <laughs> but I, I think all women, I, I, women are beautiful no matter what. But it's just so going back to Adele, you would date bigger Adele, bigger Adele, and or Lost Weight Adele. Yeah, or Lost wow. Weight Adele. Yeah, I thought she, I think she was pretty all around, man. No, I'm no jokes. All jokes aside, but she dropped a new song called Easy on Me. I'm really, really rocking with this track. All right, let's hear it. All right, is the volume all the way up on the computer? Yes, sir, Are you go. ready for it? This is Easy On Me by Adele, featuring herself. She played three piano chords and you was already giving her the red button. I'm messing with a piano chord. Listen. There ain't no gold in this river that I've been Yo, she dropping bars. What she said? Ah! What did she say? Break that down for the listener. She said, "There ain't no gold in this river that I've been washing my hands in for years." Mm -hmm. You already know what it's hitting for. What do I always tell you about any song, specifically rap songs, but just any song in general? Whatever the first bar is that somebody start out with. Tells you what they gonna do for the rest of the song. Okay. When you start out like that, that's deep. So you, you even t- understand that? So 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 you saying like when Ken, when uh when Kanye said penitentiary chances in the beginning of Gorgeous, you already knew what it was hitting for. That that was gonna be a masterpiece. All right, cool. I'm gonna keep playing. We can't we can't judge a book by its first words. Keep going, man. Ooh, in these waters, <laughs> lettuce. What she said? You just say you can't judge a book by his words. By his first word. 
I've never heard it sound stupid, here we go. You can't judge a book by his words. What am I supposed to judge it by? Yeah, quit, yeah. Forget the episode, yo. That's the episode 50 we call oh, it. Oh, man. Yo, I what said, are you supposed to judge a book I by, I said Dad? first words. First words. They come on. You got to overstand what I'm saying, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> keep playing, keep playing this song. part where she like where she harmonizes how she did it i want to take that part out and i want to put that red button in you feel me let's see if she does again Easy on me by Adele. Save some for me. I'm going to go like this. Off rippers. 4.5. 4. I'm going to hit in that area right there. That Jones tough. I've heard it already, so I already got my opinion on it. Wow. Yeah. And this literally my first time listening to that. And that John, how it made you feel off first listen. I would go (laughs) 4.376. And here's why. Stars? Because. How do you show (laughs) 4.376? Because her vocal. Uh Her vocals. Yes. She's the songbird of our generation, bro. That John had me like. Is that Adele? (laughs) I mean, you know, but you can't judge a book by his words, so. Yo, Adele is tough, man. She got the thighs of a shirt. Bro. <laughs> Yo, nobody's gonna get that right. Except for you. Oh my god. She got the thighs of a shirt, bro. How you compliment somebody's legs like before anything else? <laughs> Oh my god You want to tell the people What that reference is from there It is from So Thighs of a Sherpa Is from a Miller Lite I believe commercial Or a Bud Light commercial But Basically No it's, it's from a It's from a beer commercial I believe And the guys are at a bar And they're uh, They're with this guy Who's teaching them How to pick up women So the guy's like We're gonna go to this bar Whatever Talk to these women It's a TV show essentially At this point you know, they bring it Bro, down. this is so far from what I thought the reference was. No, the thighs of a Sherpa is from that. You never seen that? So they go to the, they go to this bar and they're picking up women. And then the Indian guy goes up to this girl and he says, you have the thighs of a Sherpa. <laughs> That's literally what it was. Damn, I thought this was from Ed, Ed and Eddie. What? <laughs> what? Who 
Who's the boy from Ed, Ed and Eddie? Rolf? Yes. I thought he said it. No, this is from a beer commercial. You don't you forget that? Wow, then I was off. Yeah, you was mad off. You might as well start smoking out the window, man. Which brings us to our next song. Take it easy on me, dude. So what you giving? You said 4.375? For Adele's song? 4.376. Seven, oh, so you gave no, it a... Don't take away the points. Okay. So Adele's song, Easy On Me, Fire Flame Spitter, Don't Judge a Book By His Words. Coming up next, Silk Sonic. And I've told many of people this. Silk Sonic, again, Bruno Mars, Anderson Pac. This album might not have a miss. This album might be a classical and it hasn't even came out yet. Every song they released so far, Leave the Door Open, Skate, and Now Smoking Out the Window... The red button explains it all. It's been fire. And I, Dave, you said you haven't heard this one already. Smoking Out the Window came out on Friday. Look, real quick. This is what I found on Google. Go. The Sherpas are of medium stature and body build with mongoloid cranial and facial prosthetics <laughs> and very little body fat. What is a Sherpa? It's a, um. Is it a creature? It's like a race. Oh, a race. Yes. Okay. Mongoloid. <laughs> so you you happy now? <laughs> Are you okay? Hold on, this is fascinating. <laughs> Come on, dude. We're not gonna spend the whole episode reading about the thighs of a sherpa. We gotta keep going with our topic. But listen, their relatively large chest, long legs, and large calf muscles may be a racial adaptation to the high altitude at which they live. Is there a picture that I can see for nah. sherpas? I thought sherpas was a clothing line. It was some type of clothing. Wow. What's a Sherpa? Oh, yeah. Some of them are leg warmers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're Sherpa people. Huh? They're superhuman climbers. Oh, okay, okay. So you got the thighs of a Sherpa, you see? He, the, your leg, your... Bro, I thought that was from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Okay, continue, okay. continue. Silk Sonic. <laughs> Silk Sonic dropped a new song called Smoking Out the Window, and it is a classic breakup song are already. Are biting off Ron Browse? Jumping out, Jumping the out the window? No, it's totally different. Trust me, it's a totally different vibe. This is this is gonna be a classic breakup song. And like I said, I think all of Bruno Mars, I think all of Silk Sonic songs is gonna be fire. Is the volume up, Dave? Is it ready for this? Yes, this sir. is Smoking Out the Window by Silk Sonic, just released on Friday. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, this love started off so tender, so sweet. But now she got me smoking out the window. You know, you know the words already? Yeah, I like this song. <sighs> Got them badass kids running around my crib like it's Chuck E. Cheese. It do only be bad kids in Chuck E. Cheese. 
You never been to Chuck E. Cheese? Be climbing up, trying to throw uh, ski balls right and directly to the 100 <laughs> slot. And no. Hey, Junior, go up there and get that tickets. <laughs> get you a cup. <laughs> and they piece of good, wow. though. That song, wow. It's a breakup song. Chorus, chorus goes, I thought she belonged to me, but she belonged to everybody. And her ex was in the UFC? No, he said he said put me in a put put me in the ring with her ex like it's UFC. Oh, okay. So he was I saying thought he was he was saying her ex was a UFC fighter, bro. You lost that. If you're if right now you go says Rasta Young, I gotta tell you, son, my my uh, my ex boyfriend UFC fighter, you you win a rumble. Just gonna let that rock out. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> your like, sword is a tongue. <laughs> it, yeah, my sword is a tongue. You know what I mean, we can hash this out over conversations. Yo, I thought that's what I thought he was saying. No, he was saying put put him in there. That's ring. a very bitter song. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's for a specific type of feeling when you got broken up with or a girl cheating on you or a guy's cheating on you. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and give that a three point five. Really? One. Three point five one. <laughs> Why three point five one? You only listen to you only listen to a minute uh, of it too. All right, a couple reasons. Okay. First, um, I think the other two singles that have been released so far were better. So I'm a, like I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm judging Silk Sonic more critically than I would others. Like Ed Sheeran, the bar was low for me because I don't really listen to him like that. So when I heard that John, it was kind of boppy. I'm like, okay, King the Ka, here we come. <laughs> But Turo's on a stick with Silk Sonic because it's Bruno Mars and Anderson Pot. I'm like, I'm holding them to a higher standard. So I, I don't think it's better than the first two that came out. I can hear you on that. The second reason is I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm not in that headspace, so I don't really relate to some of that bitterness. Okay, that they was talking about. You know what I mean? Fighting UFC fighters. <laughs> You're not even you know Chuck E. Cheese. Um. So the, the, you given the, because the third thing, uh-huh. go ahead, is that it's nowhere near as good as this song. Yeah, your volume. Oh, 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 Turn your radios up to level 10. Let's go. I gotta take your phone away from you. Hey, yo, you ain't gotta worry, Harlem world, man. I got this. Hit the studio, spin nothing but the hotness. Mm, Hit the club, and your girl is on my list. The goons with me. They smoking out the window? Ron Browse is jumping out the window, you dig? I don't know what you want me to do with this information. I don't think this is Come on, David. Dad, why you hating, man? Turn this drawing off, man. That's trash. Ron Browse, I'm giving a five out of five. (laughs) Smoking out the window. A a legend. I'm not giving him a five out of five. I'll give him. You can smoke out the window all day. I'm jumping out it. You can't even jump. You can roll out the window, but you ain't jumping out of a window. Hey, yo, Jerry Chestnut, <laughs> I put my fucking dick on your chestnut. 
Don't disrespect me like that. Uh, David's rolling out the window. <laughs> Smoking out the window. I'm going to give it four stars out of five. I thought it was a solid song. I'm single. So like you said, you're in a different headspace. You're happy in your relationship. You're in a different headspace. I am unhappy in no relationship. <laughs> Very... What are you bitter for, though? Huh? What are you bitter for? No, but you got I... petite feelings towards people? <laughs> Hey, what did we say in the beginning of the episode? You can't judge a book by his words. <laughs> exactly. So shut up. <laughs> Word is born. Son. Word is born. And you judging me off of words right now. You figure deal what I'm putting down, cousin? I'm picking it up. But you know, you know who is you know who would give this song a five out of five stars? Who? Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! That, now we talking about that. We gotta jump into the Will Smith, John Dave. It's a lot to unpack with Will Smith, and I bet I bet after he heard that Jada Pinkett, uh, um, you know, red table talk, John, that she does on Facebook, where she did this one with Gwyneth Paltrow's. I bet after she, after he heard that, he was smoking. He had a whole port, ten ports in his mouth, smoking out the window. <clears throat> Can't believe what she said about him, man. Mad disrespectful. For those who don't know, uh, Jada Pickett-Smith has this show on Facebook called uh, Red Table Talk. This week, she had Gwyneth Paltrow on, and she started to talk about sex because Gwyneth Paltrow, I believe, wrote a book, a book, sex book or something like that. Right. And so they were talking about, like, sex within the context of a marriage. uh Uh-huh. And so Jada said this. She said, it's hard. (laughs) Pause. That's what she said. I'm hard. (laughs) I'm hard. <laughs> that's a TikTok from what's the boy name? Uh, fat boy with glasses on. Uh, oh yeah, that's a TikTok from Fat Boy with glasses. Uh, he's pretty funny sometimes. <laughs> and his Captain Harris is favorite. Uh, that's internet Captain, sensation. That's Captain Harris' favorite comedian. But she said it's hard during her conversation with Paltrow. I mean, the thing Will and I talk about a lot is the journey. We started in this at a very young age. You know, 22 years old. That's why the accountability part really hit for me. Because I think you expect your partner to know your needs, especially when it comes to sex. Jeez. She said, it's like, well, if you love me, you should know. If you love me, you should read my mind. That's a huge pitfall. God. She was... What you think about that, Dev? Will Smith is, is in his bag right now. now. Jada- Just the other night, she was gripping on me tight, screaming Hercules. That's what Will Smith was saying. Just the other night, you was t- calling me Hercules. Now you out here saying that my man's little and I don't search. She was calling him Hancock. <laughs> She's judging him by the words, man. You can't look. For her to go out she, there, she she be bugging for this. She show. she be drawing. It's like every week now. Jay <laughs> to come just be coming out just poor, ripping Will Smith like poor Will Smith. He's Will Smith, yo. He's about to be King Richard. Yeah, aka Serena and Venus's dad. Right in the biopic. Right. Is it biopic or biopic? Bi. You don't know. Biopic. <laughs> I think it's biopics. But yo, she she's she be bugging, dude. Now, Dev, she is petite. So does that change your mind on her at all? First of all, would you bag Jada Pinkett? <laughs> yes. You sure? I'm hard. 
that. I don't want to know that, dude. Of course. I think I think nine times out of ten, you talk. But to, she's then you running the risk. She's gonna talk about your sex. Yeah, but my sex is immaculate. You tell me, say more. To the <laughs> we all want to hear about this. You feel me? I be getting called Hercules all the time. You feel me? They call my penis Cerberus. <laughs> it's three heads. <laughs> you feel me? I got I got three heads for triple the pleasure. <laughs> what man? You the one that one that asked for it? So no, I I threw I was, something out there. I was being facetious. <laughs> But yo, she is bugging for this, man. Yeah. First of all, he was Ali, dude. Okay, so th- that's where I'll start. <laughs> he was Ali, Dev. And what else was he? Um, Agent K. <laughs> or no, he was Agent J. He was Agent J. He was also um. He was Jim West. West, Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider. Uh, no, you don't want nada. He sold. He sold bone density scanners. On a pursuit of slappiness. Yep, because he was getting slappies from Jada. <laughs> I don't know anymore. What else? Was She's he disrespectful. No, it, it is corny. And look, here, here's what I'll he say. He was dead shot. He, yeah, he was, and that's what she said. His man was. <laughs> she said his penis was dead shot. What if she just played that noise when they started talking about her sex life? <laughs> Gwyneth Patrick was like, so Jada, talk to me about your sex life in bed. <laughs> Just with a sad face. <laughs> That's crazy though. But but look, I'm all for like being vocal about things. Women, if you're listening, men, if you're listening, if if sex life not there with your partner right now, say something to them. Talk to them. Don't go on Instagram. Let's, let's let's break down what she said. Don't go on Facebook and be like, you should know what I like and you don't be hitting the She's spot. <laughs> She said, if you love me, you should know. If you love me, you should read my mind. She shot out of a cannon. That right there is where she lost me. How she lose you? How are you supposed to read people's mind? <laughs> like you said, I actually agree with you. When it comes to your intimacy, you got to ask questions. What, you know what I mean? What questions do you be asking? Where's the Nutella? Did you bring any strawberries? <laughs> oh, you into the uh pass me a slice. <laughs> what else? Um Are you hungry? <laughs> <laughs> These are all fat jobs. <laughs> you all fat. Do you hate petites like me? Well no, she I I just think oh no, go ahead, because you were you 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 were are you were you finished with your no, no, no. You no. said you agree with me, and then you. Well, yeah. Joking. What I was gonna say is, um, did you bring lunch? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, so I, 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 what I was, uh, the point that I was trying to get to was, I, I'm, I'm all for like being vocal about things, but man, you can't put somebody on a spot like that. And then after it came out, and she also said that she was messing with the boy August Acelia or whatever his name was yeah she was talking to August Acelia yeah uh, one of the ancient uh, Roman uh, <laughs> uh, rulers yeah um, she was talking to a, the boy he's a whole month 
That's the whole situationship thing, right? What yeah. was it called? Uh, no, uh, entanglement. entanglement. She had an entanglement. Yeah, she, she just been putting Will through the ringer, dude. Yeah. And did you hear I that? Mean, you really got all jokes aside. Can I set the jokes aside for a second? Yeah, Dave. I was waiting for you to set them aside. Thank you. She really needs to button it up a little bit. This red table talk thing, it went from being like this, this space where it felt like they were having authentic conversations and now it just feels like her personal venting platform to just bash Will Smith. Like, <laughs> that's really her sole objective. She'd be like, on red table talk today, we're going to find out a new way to run B- Will Smith's name through the mud. <laughs> today, we'll be talking about Independence Day and how trash that was. And how he was giving me weak pipe during the whole movie. <laughs> he gave me Welcome to Earth. <laughs> yeah. Into the wild, wild west. <laughs> With weak pipe. How's she gonna come at the Shark Slayer, Dad? That's Oscar the Shark Slayer. She really came at the Shark Slayer, bro. He can slay sharks, but he can't slay this. <laughs> What's wrong with him? But did you see that um that he was he went on like a o- Oprah? I think he he did an interview mm-hmm. with Oprah oh, or something like that. that. Yeah, you, yeah. you see that? And he responded and said like she does what she wants to do and I'm gonna do what I wanna do or something like that. It was something along those lines where Will Smith responded and said like you like I think he said when they were they were doing their whole like separation thing and they were doing what they wanted to do he was like you know you just do whatever you want to do and I'm going to do whatever I want to do and we're just going to leave it at that I think he's pretty much done with it man as a man he need to he need to approach her as a man it's too he need to walk it's up so to her much that you can on red table talk and do what hold her feet to the fire Ouch. tell the truth <laughs> tell the truth concussion oh, okay cookie I forgot he was also in the concussion movie. Right, right, right. Right. He need to tell her straight up. Yeah. We ride together. We die together. Bad sex for life. <laughs> we not seriously though. She can't come at. She can't come at Will Smith no more. Uh, so, so he was in Spies in Disguise. Are you looking through his discography right now? <laughs> Okay. No, but for real though, Dave, let me ask you a question. Do you think now think about the bigger picture though? Do you think that Will Smith has to go through the gutter in order for other people to be able to have this conversation with their partners? No. So you don't think that because my whole thing is and I'm looking at it from her perspective, maybe no, she No, because is, it's so insensitive. Like you can't just no, I get that, but is but how many relationships do you think she's now saving because she's putting it out there? Like, look, Will Smith, who everybody loves, he was in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, he was the Fresh Prince, haha, you know, Big Willie style, whatever. His pipe trash. You think now that her putting that out there is gonna let other people, other women, other men go to their partners and say, hey, look, you not pipe, at not at Will's expense, man. Your pipe trash. Not can at we, Will's expense. Can we fix it? No, no, you can't. No, he can't be the the. <laughs> The uh, scapegoat for that, dude. He was an I am legend. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now I he's robot. Now he's cry am legend. Because he's crying about this. It's been episode fifty of the cruise <laughs> control. We glad you listened. <laughs> Come on, Dad. Don't judge a book by his words. All right. That's the end of an episode joke. We're like, you just ended off like a cry am legend, dude. All right. At the end of this episode, I'm going to say the corniest joke. 
Ever. <laughs> and we're going to leave it on the corniest song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to leave it on a song. It's going to be Pitbull featuring Kesha, Flowrider, and Drake. You know what song it's not going to be? What? I hate that song. <laughs> no, no, but for real though, no. I, I, I'm just sick of it, man. Yeah, that yeah, he's the that. legend of Tagger Vance. <laughs> Stop! You're not taking this seriously. <laughs> I brought I brought up this I topic. Still haven't said the jokes inside. <laughs> I brought up this topic because I wanted us to discuss with our listeners who may Dave we may have some listeners who are going through this right now wow listeners we may if you got trash sex call us up (laughs) hit us up on the IG in the comments say I'm bad at sex (laughs) and we're gonna open a dialogue not I cause Dave wants to talk about it not I'm bad my partner's bad and then tag your partner (laughs) in the post <laughs> if we get one, person, I really actually want that to happen. I don't want that to happen. Please, at least one listener. Nah, if not, nah. go under our posts, tag your partner, and be like, "No, nah, this person's bad at sex." Because I'm gonna be upset if it's one of my friends, like got my boys, and they they girl hit them hit up. <laughs> like, damn, why you had to talk about that? Hey, listen, we're gonna we're gonna open the door for the dialogue. <laughs> Nah, man. I don't ever put your your partner out there publicly like that, y'all. Talk about it in the room. Don't ever say you, you're disgraced or you're uh, unhappy with the sex to millions of people. Just talk about it with them. All right, Get through it. You wanted me to be serious. I'll be serious. Yeah. She needs to really. All the jokes aside and the memes aside, mm-hmm. this is like you're messing with people's psyche. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she came out. She actually did come out on Twitter. After all the memes and stuff that was circulating, <clears throat> she said, I was not talking about me and Will's sex life. Our sex life is good, blah, blah, blah. But that felt like kind of like after the fact. Of cleanup. course, yeah. Because the way she's been handling the other Red Table like, talks. Like, who else have you been having sex with? August. That, well, yeah, true. But it really felt like she was talking about Will in that segment. Well, because she did talk about being married and like, you think after this long, you would know my body or whatever, yada, yada, whatever you just read. So right, she's talking about like twenty two years. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. She. <laughs> what if the articles had? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, she was definitely right at my man Will. Dude. Yeah, unfortunate man. It is what it is. But again, people have this open conversation with your partners. It's okay. It's okay to talk about it. If the person truly loves you, they'll be able to sit there and talk to it with you. They'll be able to do it. I, I t- and I tell you what, I feel really. I'm in a good place. Because I know for a fact, nobody could ever say that about me. You know what I mean? Anything I ever got involved with, it was getting seven pounds. <laughs> we're like, get it? Because Will Smith movie seven pounds. Yeah, more like 300 plus pounds. <laughs> What's the next topic, dude? I hate this. What else? What else? Oh, I wanted to talk to you about the Kanye West interview oh okay on Drink Drink Champs. Champs. did you see it yes I, well I didn't see the whole thing I saw about an hour of it okay saw about an hour of it very intriguing I was happy to see Kanye like that I was happy to see Kanye in a different space for those who don't know as Dev would say mm-hmm. this week uh, episode of the uh, podcast hosted by Nori Noriega from yes. who's a hip hop artist now turned podcaster uh, and DJ EFN 
They host a podcast where they bring on hip hop uh, artists. Yep. Just important people in the music industry. And mm. they drink a lot. Mm-hmm. They be sipping on liquor, smoking tree, blowing it down. Yes, sir. Word is born. Mm-hmm. And uh, this week they had Kanye West, one of the biggest if not stars the, yeah. of this generation of hip hop. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Kanye been through a lot, man, these last couple of years with the whole Trump thing and make America great. His divorce. His divorce. That's not really a divorce, but he did address in the in Yeah, the he did. So yeah, he did. Um you know, running for office mm-hmm. and that whole thing, the, Drake the political beef. stuff, the Drake beef that he's been having. Throughout the whole thing, he kept saying praise God and everything. You know, he's like this really devout Christian now. Yeah. Uh, publicly, but also he kind of seems like he's kind of getting back into his because at one point he was very religious. Like he made a, a he made a gospel album, gospel hip hop album. Follow God. Yeah, and that John was trash. Um, yeah, that John was trash. And then uh but now he's he's kind of like more middle ground, but still has his beliefs and all that. But so you say you saw an hour? I saw about an hour. Okay, yeah, I saw the whole thing. I thought it was hilarious. It was very entertaining. Mm-hmm. What were your takeaway thoughts from what you saw? So from what I saw, I liked how, um, because I feel like a lot of people needed to hear that nowadays. One, I, like I said in the beginning, I liked how Kanye was just happy. Like you used to seeing him like walking around with mask on and like trying to hide his identity. And people always point him out to be like this weirdo or like this guy who's unusual. You can't speak to him. There's something wrong with him. And just to see him open up, be funny, tell jokes like that were actually funny and like make you laugh. See him smile and laugh. And he felt comfortable up there. It's It was cool to see that side of Kanye because everybody he's a human being at the end of the day, no matter what he gets into, what he likes to do. He's a human being. So I like to see him comfortable. And I felt like that showed does a great job with making people feel comfortable another thing i liked was that you know even though he has this drake and and, and beef going and uh you know certified lover boy donda beef whatever you want to call it the drake and kanye beef he still praised and gave drake you know kudos for what he does he said he had a favorite song on certified lover boy he said he reached out to talk to drake he said a lot of stuff in there kind of like giving drake his props and giving him his you know, hey man, this guy's a good artist. He's he's the the biggest artist probably out right now for this generation. And he's changed the game. He's added some things to the game. I mean, I don't like Drake, and I'll tell you that much, and we know that on this show. But to hear like Kanye, who doesn't like him, come out and say that, I think it was dope. And I think it's cool to show people like even these guys who were rivals and these guys were at each other's necks, they could still give each other's props and kudos. And like, this guy's dope. You know, he makes good music. I would love to do. He said he would do a versus with Drake if, if he was one of the two people, Drake or Jay-Z. He that was discussed about doing a versus with them. And he, he said, said he wouldn't. Verse he Jay-Z said he wasn't do Jay-Z because that's his, his big brother or his boss. Yeah, his boss. But um, but Drake, you know, he said he would battle Drake. He said he would trash him, but he said he would still do it. There was a lot of highlights. He talked about uh, yeah. how Big Sean was the worst signing he ever did. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't hear that part. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yo, he kind of like the 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 interview was hilarious because Kanye's like a stream of consciousness person. Like you could tell Nori was like, I need to ask as few questions as possible because I just need to let him go on. And he was like ranting about. Uh, homeschooling his kids and yeah. like the net, the publicist that Kim Kardashian uses. He was like, "Yeah, I don't like her." Blah blah blah. Um, yeah, he said Big Sean was the worst, the worst thing he ever did. He was like, because Nori had like a a, a fake um, tombstone that said R.I.P. on it because it was like Halloween decorations. 
So he went and grabbed it off the wall. He was like, on my tombstone, it should read, uh, the reason I'm in here is because of Big Sean or something like that. Like, <laughs> the reason I'm in my casket is because of Big Sean because it was the worst signing he ever did. Yo, he was right at John Legend neck, yo. Why did he say? He was <laughs> John Legend. Did they say why? He did, He said that John Legend and Big Sean didn't support him when he was trying to do his political thing. Like, they immediately was supporting Democrats and, like, mm. the left. Mm. So he's like, yo, I put y'all on. Like, I really got y'all famous. And y'all didn't even hold me down when I was trying to do the whole run for office thing and, like, my political thing. Yeah, you don't have to agree with... Uh, never mind. But then Big Sean came out and was like, I never... Uh, I didn't vote, like, the last John. I wasn't Democrat or whatever. I didn't support nobody. And then he put pictures out, and he was like, yo, I just saw you last week. You didn't tell me none of this. He's like, you a clown. I, th- I do think Kanye got a couple screws loose. Yeah. But all geniuses, though. Yeah. He is a genius. Yeah, he is. He's a musical, he's a musical he's genius. A musical genius. Okay. So all geniuses usually have something just off socially. I mean, he was really honest. Yeah. He was f- upfront about who he is, and he understood, like, what people think about him, what people say. He was co- constantly saying through the interview, like, right. oh, they definitely going to kill me after this interview, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, they had a counter for how many names he dropped because you know Kanye know everybody. Mm-hmm. So he was saying like how he had uh, interviews with or he was having like dinner with Oprah and then he would talk to Elon Musk. Right. And then he knew. Right. Uh, he knew the guy that owns Twitter. And yeah, like, he said he talked to him when he uh, banned him or whatever. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. He yeah, said he, he was, was sitting he got with shadow banned. Then he said he was sitting with Steven Spielberg or something like that. <laughs> like he's dropping random names and stuff like yeah, that. that. Mark Zuckerberg. Laughing. He said he was he said he was with a lot of people and he told him from the get go he was like I'm going to say a lot of big names so just be ready for these I sit I sit at the I sit at the big people table so just be ready for all this stuff that I'm about to say. Yo, one of the funniest parts they do um this game Quick Time or Slime where they do like this or that you got to vote for one thing or the other. So he told him he was like Timberland or Pharrell. I think I was telling you about this the other day. And he was like, "Oh, I picked Timberland." And he was like, "Why?" He was like, "Cuz just the soul and his music, you know." He's from Virginia too, so like that Virginia sound. And then Nori was like, "You know, Pharrell's from Virginia too, right?" <laughs> he just started laughing. <laughs> so then, every time after, like he would ask him like this or that, he would say like Big Pun or, you know, somebody else, whatever. He and said Big he, Pun. Yeah, he did a. He asked him like Big Pun or uh, Biggie, and he was like Biggie. He was like, but Big Pun, he was like an evil genius. He was like, plus he was from Virginia. <laughs> He just kept doing that joke, like recurring joke. I thought that was pretty funny. Yo, Kanye's low key funny. Yo, my favorite part, one of my favorite parts of that John was uh, when he talked about Soldier Boy's verse <laughs> on that song. Oh, Dev, let me. Did you hear Soldier Boy's response? I heard. I, I skipped through it because he was too loud. But for those who don't know, right, Kanye, are you gonna play the Kanye Kanye clip or just the Soldier Boy clip? So nah, I'm gonna play the Soldier Boy. Clip. All right, so Kanye on the Drink Champ. So remember, guys, I think it was episode like 44, 43, if I'm not mistaken. Me and Dave did. A keep or sleep on uh, verses from Donda that were dropped. <clears throat> so we played the Andre 3000 verse, we played the Chris Brown verse, and then we played the Soldier Boy verse. So Nori asked him, like, yo, you know, Soldier Boy was pretty upset about that stuff. He was like, why'd you drop the verse? And Kanye's response was, did you hear the verse? And then he just started cracking up. <laughs> and everybody in the room started dying. Nori was like, so the verse wasn't good? Kanye was like, nah, but. <laughs> <laughs> And then he, he did give Soldier Boy credit. Yeah, he said Soldier Boy was like Soulja top Boy five, like, like the futures. Like he was like, 
he basically was a trendsetter yeah. and a guy who like is innovative, changing the game, whatever. So he like kind of gave him. Oh, fuck the public. Oh, hold on. Here's the. Here's the here's this the is this is Soldier Boy response to Kanye West. Right. So after this came out, Soldier Boy went on his like Twitch live stream or whatever. And this was his response to Kanye. Now, if there are any children listening, there is some colorful language in here. Not of N- the urban variety. Not NF- NFSW. NFC. NFC East. Yeah. So this clip is NFC East. <laughs> hide your kids, hide your wife, because they're raping everybody out here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Soldier Boy's response. <laughs> motherfucking public. Bitch ass nigga, don't get on no motherfucking public platform and say. <laughs> Different from what the fuck you told me to my face. Tell me to my face that shit was trash, bitch ass, fucking scab head ass boy. Who cut your hair? <laughs> Who cut your hair? Is somebody peeing in the background? Yo shit fucked up, nigga. Talking about some man, hold on. He has a uh, fish tank, I think. Oh, okay, okay. I'll give you a good in the verse. Back. You wanna hear a good verse? Go to the motherfucking studio and cook your ass. Hold on, zoom in on this fucking text. He's showing his uh, phone because there's a text thread where Kanye was telling him that verse is good. Nigga, why the fuck Uh, you ain't text my phone and say you ain't, nigga? Hold on, we finna me the shit to sleep, nigga. You not finna baby me, nigga, with some motherfucking soldier boy is the future. Shut the fuck up, nigga. You talking? You said my verse wasn't hard, nigga. Who the fuck is you think you talking? Yeah, was in his bag. Soldier Boy is complete trash. Like he, he. I don't think I ever heard a Soldier Boy verse that I was like, "Yo, you ever you heard what Soldier Boy said the other day?" Like that John was tough. No, he's known for making those those uh, radio hits and those dance songs. He's not really known for much else. So I would have to disagree with him. That verse was trash, and we heard we heard it here on the cruise control. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty bad. So. I'm I'm definitely um, I trust Kanye's ear there. Yeah, but I agree with him, and I agree with, with what you said earlier <clears throat> with uh, Big Sean. Kanye needs to tell these people to their face how he feels. If the verse was trash, hey, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I like when people who are like uh, bigger than the world when they actually sit and do. Because think about it, you don't really get much from like Jay Z, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I don't know who else is big artists. Um, Taylor Swift, or something. Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran, Adele. Um, Imagine Dragons, Imagine Dragons, all the big ones, Adele, the big hitters. Yeah, you don't get a lot of interviews from, so it's fun to hear like their perspective. So I really, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was fun. Yeah. And if anybody listening likes Kanye, just go listen to that, John. It's like two hours and 45 minutes, I think. It's a long one. It's entertaining, though. But it's entertaining and it's fun. And if you got the time, just like you guys do with us, after you listen to the Cruise Control, listen to the Drink Champs Kanye West episode. It was a good episode. Yeah. And it's funny. It got a lot of good entertaining things about it. And, um... Was uh, it's it's been one of the things it's been one of the things that I've been watching this week. I've been trying to catch up on some things this week. And yeah, I'm surprised uh, you was able to fit even an hour in after you've been binging uh, the Wu Tang John. Yo, bro, I where is Bond? Uh, yo, I, we gotta come back to that John because I love that show so much, man. That show is so good. What do you love about it? Um, I like. Wu-Tang is obviously one of my favorite groups of all time and I know guys we've talked about this in the beginning but um, we had to bring it back because Wu-Tang is such a great group it's a it's a great TV show that I rec- highly recommend it has I gotta say guys off of first watch I gotta watch the episode again 
I gotta watch it a few more times to kind of give it this give it this title but it's gotta be one of my top five it has one of my top five TV episodes of all time wow which is um, I'll give people the episode is episode four of season two or five of season two which is the protect your neck episode and it shows the process the whole process of making protect your neck the song Right. By Wu Tang, their first like major, their single. first big hit. That was you, one. So that's one of your favorite of episodes all time, of, ever of all time. Single episodes because what the episode shows is it shows you from the RZA's mind how he went to the to the to the uh, to the record store, bought the records, played the records, stopped the music, played the piano, stopped the piano, played the drums, stopped the drums, played the singers, took the singers out, took the piano out, took the keys out. I mean, took the guitars. Out, you know what I mean? Like it shows you everything, and the way that they display it on camera is just it was eye opening because it was so right. tough. You know what I mean? Like and then he had. Like, like the, he had the verses from all the, the members, yes. but he just he felt like something wasn't right with the exactly beat. the so beat. He's like, I need to make a beat. Yeah, I need to make it better. <laughs> My tongue is a sword. <laughs> <laughs> Something's off with the drums. But it was why was he talking? Like I, that? That's how the RZA talks though now. But I thought it was tough. I thought it was a great episode. That is one of my favorite episodes. Literally, I, like I said, I watched it a few more times. But I think that's one of my favorite episodes of all time and TV in general. It's a great show. It shows the Wu Tang, and and I'm telling you, man, it's it's up there. They're, like Dave said, they're coming out with another season next, uh, or I don't know if next year, but they're coming out season one more three. season, season three, and it's their final season. And I'm happy to see it, and I'm I'm. I would recommend it too. I, I highly recommend it. Yeah. I binge that joint. Yo, side note, I've been binging Ted Lasso on Apple TV Plus. How that joint treating you? Bro, after you're done with Wu Tang, I'm giving you my Apple TV sign in and I need you to watch this joint. Is it funny? Hilarious. Oh, yeah. Jason Sudeikis from Saturday Night Live and movies and stuff like that. Yeah. He's this coach named Ted Lasso who coaches a soccer team. A professional like Premier League soccer team, but he coached football previously. Like he was a his most recent job prior to that was coaching like a D three team, mm. college football team. That was like winning championships and stuff, but it was like a you know, lower league job. Yeah. And uh so he's like a fish out of water, like he don't know right, right. I anything get the gist, about soccer. I get the gist of it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, it's it's tough. It's tough. It's funny. Then the hijinks begin. Is that no? It's actually great because it kind of blends, like British humor, which is that like different kind of offbeat stuff, like dry, not funny, right? But then like Jason Sudeikis is this American guy, you know what I mean? Sudeikis. <laughs> <laughs> he just started laughing at his last name. Sudeikis. <laughs> I thought it was Sudeikis. Su- I say Sudeikis, man. <laughs> is that so wrong? Yeah, Sudoku, man. <laughs> the ball puzzle yo the things you get fixated on is so stupid yeah yo. don't uh, don't touch a book by his words you fat so yeah give that a try ted lasso starring jason sudeikis would you put would you put that up there like comedy wise like i know you're not finished yet would you I put that up there it with your comedy on, shows so I'm, I'm on season two right now um it did win a lot of awards at like i think the most recent emmys uh-huh it was like Frying. Oh yeah. And I think that's also what made people hip to it. Like um because Apple TV was kinda I feel like struggling at first to kind of get their feet. Mm-hmm. But they definitely got a couple shows that's on people's radar. But Ted Lasso's probably one of their bigger show, if not their biggest show. Mm. Um but uh I'm on season two 
And uh, I don't know if I could put it like in my top Jones ever. What uh, can you put Wu Tang in your top Jones ever? Uh, I need another season, so maybe after season three, I'll be able to come back. Can a show be tough with only three seasons? Like in your top tops? Yeah. How many seasons did a uh, Wire have? Five. And that wasn't that many, and that was good. But five is kind of a good amount. Five is kind of yeah, like Breaking Bad at five. What good was place a, had five? What was a good show that had like small amount of seasons? That was like tough, tough though. That anything you could think off the top of your head. I can't think of any off the top of my head right now that was like. I mean, like uh, Lovecraft. Yeah. Country. That only one had season. one season. They're not doing another one. Nah. I mean, but if you start adding like them limited series, Jones. Yeah. It gets kind of nuts because there's been a lot of pretty good ones that have only been like one season. Well, look, well, that brings. Why don't we get it? Why don't we? Why don't we wrap that up and, and bring it into our top five right there, bro? Ah! I think we haven't done this before. I don't think. I know we haven't done this before, but I think we should hop into this top five. This is we- our fiftieth episode. Yes, we've never talked about. This is like a popular. This is gonna be a popular top five. Yeah, I believe so because everybody has an opinion on this. So, Dev, for our fiftieth episode, and you know the. No coincidence that we've been binging shows, right. but we finally need to do this one. I think even there was a couple episodes in the past where we alluded to having this top five come eventually, so it was just bound to happen. But we're going to talk top five favorite TV shows of all time. Our favorite top five. Our personal favorite, yes. not objective. Yeah, guys. You're not looking I at don't... the Rolling Stone. I'm not about to say the the Beatles is my top show. <laughs> I don't want you guys to come in here and be like, how could you not put this? <laughs> the Sopranos. Like, I don't want to hear none of that bull crap. We're, this is us. No this West is... Wing. <laughs> Black Mirror belongs. <laughs> I don't want to hear none of that bullshit, all right? This is our favorite. So just look at our two lists and judge them subjectively or objectively? Objectively. Judge them. I appreciate you asking for clarification. Thank you. Pop. Instead of saying something stupid. Thank you. Don't You know what not to do. You will not judge a book by his words. Exactly. So thank you for the objective uh, situations. But judge it objectively, guys. We're <laughs> we're both gonna say our favorites. We don't want to hear no ribble raff or whatever. You could give us your opinions, but remember when you're voting. I promise. If I hear any ribble raff, yeah, what you gonna do? Put my webble raff on your <laughs> liver raffs. I'm putting webbles right on lips. I better not hear no ribble raff on the Instagram or on the Facebook. <laughs> And you will be getting a DM of his werewolves. <laughs> he won't even... I got the thighs of a shirt. <laughs> Alright, come on. Let's get into it. I like this one. This is top five um, TV shows of all time. Um, I think I won the last one because last week we didn't do it, John. Right. And I, But I won the last one. So you can go first this week on your top five TV shows of all time. Wow. Okay. Uh, bumpy. Save the first for best. <laughs> Say something for me. All right, coming in at number five for me. Uh huh. My top five favorite TV shows of all time. Oh, guys, we we got to put the stipulation in there because I want people to understand. You can put like cartoons if you want. So you can or can't. You can cartoon okay. it. I would say as a TV show. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you want to do like a, a a Simpsons or Teen Titans or fam um um Family Guy or right. or whatever. You could put that in there. Right. So All I'm right. not, because I'm not a kid. Okay. I'm a grown up. So So what's your number I'm five? I'm gonna start off off rip with a human show. SpongeBob? 
number five for me, Dev, none other than the great Don Draper himself. Madman. Madman. Madman, which uh, was showed on AMC. AMC. AMC had several popular has had several popular shows like Walking The Walking Dead, Dead and mm-hmm. Fear the Walking Dead and, <laughs> Let's Talk uh, About the Walking Dead <laughs> and The Talking Dead and, <laughs> and then they had Mad Men Running Alive <laughs> You laugh <laughs> You can't laugh no, like, I wanted to laugh but I had to suck it back in I was like <laughs> because Running Alive was trash. That's because you, yo, you don't like to walk or run. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Mad Men. Sheepskin. Uh, Chanclas. Is a show about uh, guys who worked like in advertising agencies in New York. Okay. In the, uh, I want to say like 50s, 60s, 70s, like yeah, that when, era. Whenever the era that people were saying cigarettes had health benefits. <laughs> right. Whatever but it's just like was. a period piece where uh, <laughs> everybody gets their period. <laughs> No, it's a period piece where it talks about uh, the advertising industry during that time. But the central character, Don Draper, played by John Hamm, mm-hmm. is just a great show, man. It's like, it's a super slow show. It's a slow pace, John. It's really about character development. Yeah. But this guy, Don Draper, is like this, like, I don't know. You just get so into it. And it's got like that, I think it's really um, engaging, historically speaking. Like, you kind of see what things were like back in them days. Uh, and you know I always wonder What it would be like To be an advertising man Back in the 40s You know that's been One of my dreams So for me It was like You know what I mean Like what you bring In the bed Yeah Nutella Do you have Nutella <laughs> But I will say this About the show I, I've tried it It's just The premise Wasn't interesting to me Oh okay the, the acting was good though Don't get me wrong But I think just the premise Like you can't make uh, Advertising But people liked it How many It had a what Five seasons I think no, so No Mad Men was uh, I want to say like Seven or eight Seven or eight seasons Wow Wow So Mad Men Mad Men is definitely up there uh, I think it's a good show I just I never really got into it Like that Um but coming in at number five for me on my top five favorite TV shows of all time, mm-hmm. you guys know I'm big into, you know, horror. So American Horror Story is coming in at number five for me on my top five TV shows of all time. I loved American Horror Story because I liked how every season was something fresh. So every season, it, it wasn't a show where every season was followed by one or the other. It they was all, being fresh? Huh? They was being fresh. Mad Tetas. <laughs> All petite tetas everywhere. No, but um, um, the show, like the first season was about the murder house. So it was about this house that was haunted. Second season was about an asylum. So a haunted asylum. Third season was um, a carnival once. Oh, no, it was about witches. So it was like a coven with a bunch of witches. Fourth one was a carnival one, which is like a whatever. So it was every season was something different. They just the characters were the same. So the actors were the same throughout every season but they were different roles and um it it brought something new every season it brought a new 
character a new scary character it brought new things to be scared of you never knew what was going to happen and you always anticipated the reveal which was always cool to me like i was like oh the first season was the murder house wonder what the second season is gonna be like you always tuned in and they would always reveal like trailers showing you bits and pieces of what it could be until eventually it was like oh this one's gonna be about this haunted asylum this one's gonna be about a haunted you know carnival whatever the case may be so i love the horror stuff it definitely had a lot of scary parts there they are on like season 10 right now and season 10 has like two oh, haunted uh, car dealership no it has like, yeah after a while that's when Kobe, it's too, you can't have haunted much the haunted chuggy cheese no season 10 has is, is called double feature so the first part of the season is like they talk about like aliens and then the second part of the feature is they talk about like zombies or something like that uh, so it's like two seasons into one season indubitably indubitably <laughs> But I like American Horror Story, and I'm a big fan of horror in general. So I, I, I have always tuned into the seasons and tuned into the show. So if you haven't seen it already, if you like horror, American Horror Story is, is definitely a great show oh, to tune into. All right. Cool. I've never seen an episode of that, John. Yeah, because you was too busy watching newspapers and stuff like that. <laughs> never caught never caught with me. The, the American Horror Story thing. Right. but Because but, I think I got confused. Cause like the same cast be there, but it's just different, whole different stories. Yeah, there's different characters. I know, and I get, I get it, but I don't get it. Yeah, you're a time. smart guy. How you get confused? Well, because I'm like, <laughs> I want to follow like a same a, a, a common thread through the whole story. So you just smart when it comes to like being smart, but when it comes to like having just regular thoughts, you're like, you don't understand. <laughs> I don't even understand what you just said. So. <laughs> Maybe because you out here judging books by they, by their words, too. All right, coming in at number four for me. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go mafia style on this one. Number four is Boardwalk Empire. Oh, okay. I, when you said mafia, I thought you was going Sopranos with that. Nah, nah. Okay. Nah. Boardwalk Empire is definitely in my top five favorite TV shows of all time, <clears throat> starring Steve Buscemi and Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> Jason Sudeikis is in that show. No. I just want to say the name. <laughs> See how you react. Uh, but no, it's about uh, the character's name is Enoch Johnson, which I think is named after. Uh, no, his name is Enoch Thompson in the show. Nucky for short. But it's based on Enoch Johnson, who was a famous bootlegger in Atlantic City back in like the during Prohibition. Oh, so this takes and place. And this guy was like at the casino. He, he, yeah, he wasn't necessarily in the mafia, mm-hmm. but he had all types of connections through like the mafia underworld or whatever. Okay. And he basically was like one of the major distributors of liquor during Prohibition. So it's a dramatic kind of retelling or uh, almost like the Wu Tang thing. Like it's got some elements of history in it. But it's all dramatized for mm. TV. Okay. But the show is fire. Yeah. You know I love all that mafia stuff. Mm-hmm. Great cast. Um, Michael K. Williams was in it. Uh, Rest in peace. The boy from um, the boy who who plays the Watcher and What If, and he he was in Westworld. Uh, what's his name? Jeffrey Wright, I think his name is. Uh-huh. Black boy with the glasses. I don't know. You don't know nothing, man. <laughs> but he's in it. Uh, it's just a lot of lot of different. There's a really good cast, really good cast. Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis is in it. <laughs> Will Smith. <laughs> August Alcinius, the third. 
So yeah, Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire. Okay, I give you that one. Um, coming in at number four for me in my top five TV shows of all time. Netflix special, Netflix original. Netflix has some good shows, and y'all know what I'm talking about. Squid Games. Like, no, I'm just playing around. So yeah, I'm just kidding. It's not Squid Games. Sungwoo, Sungwoo. Man, um, no, Stranger Things. Stranger Things is coming in for number, coming in at number four for me on my top five TV shows of all time. Um, I think you or Daviana put me onto Stranger Things. Um, yes, I do watch Stranger Things. Yeah, so you already know that it's a great show. Um, I'm yeah, sorry. I thought it was well casted. I thought it was. I thought it was well casted. I thought that um, the the girl Millie Bobby Brown and the what's the the, the actor that plays the sheriff? Uh, Jerry Whitney Houston. <laughs> oh, because she's Bobby Brown. That was. True. It took me a second I, to catch I it. I hit that sounder on myself. <laughs> <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown and Jerry Whitney. <laughs> oh, shoot. It took me a second to catch it because the joke is I feel like I'm in the upside down today, yo. Uh, yeah, so the, the, the it really brought their careers out. He ended up getting the role in um in the um, um Black Widow movie. And he he's I, oh you talking about the bull that plays Hopper yeah Hopper yeah I, I forget his I forget his actual name though but uh Big it, white bull yeah it brought out a lot of a lot of great actors in it and it has one of the most I uh, or I wouldn't say one of the most but a very iconic figure I would say again this I would say this is like a sci-fi horror type of show I don't know if you agree but another iconic horror figure which was a Demi Gorgon which a lot of people know about and a lot of people from that show have seen um. It, it, it just had an interesting concept and I like shows that are well acted and I feel like this is one of them that is right up there where like the actors push the show the plot itself is interesting but if it wasn't for the actors I feel like the show wouldn't be what it is there's some shows that get away with bad acting but good script writing and good editing that they can just edit out the bad acting and cut pieces together but this show right here um, literally was is, is one of my favorites of all time very scary has very intense like uh, moments in TV and it, it's well shot. Everything is just good about it. They capture that that time. Was that like the 1960s? Is it day where am I too far into the future or something like that? 1950s, 1940. I don't know. No, it's like the 80s. Is bro. it the 80s? Yeah. I don't know. There was T. There was definitely TVs in that John and telephones. Yeah. This was like when electric. It was in the mall and everything. <laughs> yeah. This is like the 1980s. Yeah, there was electric. <laughs> it was electric. <laughs> yeah, but um. I love the show. I feel like it's I feel like it's well acted again. I can't preach about the acting in that show and I put it up there in my top five. And and season four, they just released a trailer for those who haven't seen it. Season four trailer just dropped uh, last week, I believe. So if you want to see uh, catch up on it, it's coming out pretty soon. Stranger Things coming in number four for me. Coming in at number three for me. This one is going to sting a little bit. But honestly, if it didn't end the way it did, it probably would have been number one. If I'm keeping it a whole buck thousand, I think I know. What you're talking and about. that is Game of Thrones. Yep, yep. Game of Thrones. No, you cut, need to hit. I gotta cut. You need to hit both at the same time. 
That's a great idea, dog. Because Game of Thrones was well on its way to being the greatest single TV show in the history of mankind. People say that. And they absolutely fumbled the bag at the goal line. It's like when Deshaun Jackson was going to run in for the touchdown and he started gloating too soon and threw the ball right before he went in. Yeah. Like, you just cannot do what you did with that show, but they somehow managed to do it. Mm. But Game of Thrones is about... Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, Kind of like, a, I guess, a Middle Ages, medieval-ish time. Yeah. Uh, fic- it's a fictional story that's kind of like... A dorkorama. No. <laughs> it's built around this world where uh, there's like all these... Uh, uh, different like regions in a fictional country or whatever. Yeah. Uh, back in time, and um, before electric, it kind of incorporates some like fantasy aspects to it, but it's really meant to be like a character development kind of show um, about families and you know kingdoms. Um, it had the White Walkers in it. Dragons. Dragons. So wasn't so there... it had, again, that mystical kind of magical element to it. Wolves. Uh, there were dire wolves, yes, which were like massive wolves. Uh, it revolved around this family called the Stark family, which was... Um, well, there was multiple families, but the Starks were kind of like the... F- the head of it. The main focal point, or at least the one that the story was run through. Um, but it was a, it was basically about these like feudal times where you had all these different warring families and factions. Mm-hmm. And then kind of in the background, you have this race of otherworldly beings, the White Walkers, who lived in like up north, but they were eventually trying to come down and basically take over humankind. So it kind of blends that that whole aspect of it with the real world implications of like the politics and the warring and stuff that people do. Right. So it was just a really uh, intense really well thought out well written show all the way up through like season seven and then seasons eight and nine just fumbled the bag like they they basically tried to rush through the end yeah so unfortunately that's what Game of Thrones is always going to be remembered as as a show that fumbled at the one yard line literally and I remember watching what was it season it nine was a phenomenon them? dude yeah and and to give it credit like season I think it was season nine I watched the last season with you guys that last like fight or whatever that war that they had with, I thought that was cool it had good good shots it was great fighting it was it, it built up to be like this epic thing so by the last couple seasons you're like I want to see all this stuff pay off think about it if you're a viewer and you invest watching multiple seasons of a thing where you're sitting down every Sunday and also it really benefited from because now we in the streaming era so everything you can get a whole season streamed to you on one day yeah and yep. you could just binge it mm-hmm. this was still firmly in the like you need to tune into HBO on Sundays at 9 p.m. Right, right. So it had that phenomenon type of feeling where people were doing watch parties just to watch. Um, but yeah, it built up to this. And then I think everybody just really felt disappointed in the way that they tried to rush through an ending. And it didn't really turn out the way you thought. The payoff wasn't as good. It was still epic. And it was still like beautifully shot. The cinematography, all that stuff was great. So that's why I still got to be in my top five. I got to give it the respect it deserves for most of it. Right. But... One yard line. Fumble. That's my three. Sheesh. Um, coming in, yeah. <laughs> I got to agree with you, man. I, I, Like I said, I saw the last season with you, but even the last season, I, if from a new viewer like me coming in and watching that stuff, 
that was that was bad. I was like, this is horrible. Ending the bull in, in the wheelchair, whatever. Like that joke was just is it wasn't good. But nevertheless, still a good show. Guys, recommend it. Go watch it. Coming in at number three for me, and this one hurts me too because I'm I was torn kind of between my top three and what I wanted to go. As you can see, I'm, I have two sets of shows that I like to watch and that I'm into, and I just went through my horror, sci-fi, TVs type of shows. Now I'm going to do all my comedy shows. So coming in at number three for me. It seems today that all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. But we're in those good old-fashioned values on which we used to rely. Coming in at number three for me is none other than Family Guy. I... And I've talked about this on the Monolith pod. I talked about it on the Cruise Control pod. I am one of the biggest fans of Family Guy. I love this show. This is like my show that if you come into my house and you, you know, wherever I'm at, I'm probably watching this show. I'm literally, it's probably streaming on my phone while I'm taking a shower or, you know, eating breakfast. I'm probably streaming it onto the TV. I love this show. I just think it's funny. It has a bunch of funny moments. It has a bunch of interesting uh, conversation pieces. I love how the show is just unapologetic, just tells jokes as it is. Things have changed through the seasons, but they still have kept that edginess that's made Family Guy amazing and funny. Uh, Seth MacFarlane voices like 12 characters on the show, which is crazy in itself. And I just I love the show. And I they're on season 20 right now. I'm watching season 20. The new ep- new episode comes out tonight. I've 20. I've watched all the shows, man. I, I love the show. It's just it's hilarious. It's I think it's truly funny. And I understand you're not always going to hit a home run. You have 20 seasons, so you're not always going to hit a home run with it. But a lot of their episodes are hilarious. A lot of this stuff is funny. And I. I love the show, man. So I can't I can't say much more about Family Guy. It's just one of my truly one of my favorites of all time. Definitely popular a on lot of Fox. Reference yeah. it, it becomes memes and mm-hmm. you know clips people use from it. So yeah, and it was a show that got canceled and then brought back. Canceled in season from season. Uh, also, there's always like that rivalry between that and South Park. They kind of yeah butt heads. Yeah, they they feel a similar lane. Yeah. It's like adult humor through a cartoon yep not that there's other shows that don't do that but these two have been like two of the more prominent and simpsons yeah and simpsons yeah but these two push the boundaries way more than simpsons oh yeah for sure oh yeah so that's my number three family guy uh all right number two for me i got two words for you okay actually my final two are all two words (laughs) uh but i got two words for my number two the wire Another HBO special Three of my top five are HBO by the way That's a great show This is my third HBO That's a great show HBO be running it with the shows But uh Coming in at number two for me is The Wire It's a show set in Kind of modern day Baltimore I think within the What early 2000s um, early to mid 2000s um, it's about kind of this street life drug game in Baltimore it also really uh, centralizes on like the police force mm-hmm. 
Um, she. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's some politics in there, but it's really again, it's one of those shows where you really get into the character development. You, uh, I think what people like most about it, and I know what I like most about it, was the authenticity that came off the screen from it. Mm-hmm. It really felt like you was watching just the way that the streets function mm-hmm. in a in a city in a in an urban city that's got a lot of crime, poverty, all that stuff. Some real world scenarios were put in there. Really great casting. A lot of people, um, their careers took off because of that show. Um, and The Wire. I mean, any go Google any top one hundred shows of all time lists, and it's gonna be there in the top like ten for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's pretty undisputed in that way. And it's also one of them shows that has that rare like. There's not really a bad season. I mean, people pick like a least favorite and a most favorite season within the show, but the show was just fire. Yeah, it was fire. So I won't say much more. People it's a good know show. the streets know the wire. It's a good show. Coming in at number two for me. I said I'm doing all comedy for my top three, right? This is my number two. David Cruz. Are you? I'm, come on, bro. If people know the theme songs to different shows, <laughs> tough. I didn't know you was gonna go with Caillou at number two. <laughs> Coming in number two, Park and Recreations. Parks and Recreation. Park and Reparations. Um, Parks and Recreations. I love the show. I mean, I was hooked from season one, man. Season one, and I'll tell you this much again. I think it did the reverse uh, uh, Game of Thrones. It was a verse pyramid. It started off like, okay, maybe season one is not too, not too funny. Didn't laugh too much. Season two, you're like, okay, I could get then season three and on. It's like hilarious. Like there's every episode is good. And that's because they gave Chris Pratt, Andy Dwyer's character in the show. And then Ron Swanson, who is, um, they, uh, Offerman, Nick Offerman's character in the show. Also Millie Bobby Brown. And Joseph. (laughs) Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Whitney Houston. No, they gave them more um, more time on the show, and their characters kind of blew the show up and made the show hilarious. So, Ron Swanson definitely one of the top funniest characters in TV in, in general. Him and him, and I put I put Andy Dwyer up there too. Andy, I, mean, du- I, I don't know, I, he's not up to the level of Ron Swanson, but Andy was pretty funny. Andy was hilarious, bro. He made the show. He literally, Ron Swanson made the show. Ron Swanson was hilarious, and Ron Swanson was funny. He was an iconic character because he had the look, he had the mustache, he had the hair, he had the you know the tucked-in polo, whatever the case may be. He had the one-liners, but Andy DeWire carried the show because he was just in general funny, and a lot of that stuff was improv. When he was when he was talking to Leslie, and she was like, "She's not feeling good." He said, "Leslie, I typed give me your- give me your top three funniest characters in Parks and Rec." Yes, those two. And probably um, um, uh, Rob Lowe's character. Um, was it Chris? Chris Traeger. Chris Traeger, yes. Those are probably my three favorite characters in that show. It's definitely Ron Swanson. Um, the boy Ben. Wyatt. And um, Aziz Ansari. <laughs> I knew he was going to say something stupid. Or Retta. 
The John from uh, the fa- no, the big the-, the big black girl from uh, who's Aziz friend? He was uh, hilarious. Oh, John Raphael. Yeah, <laughs> he was hilarious. Saperstein or John Saperstein, whatever. My his sister name. is the worst. <laughs> but you see, Parks and Rec has a lot of quotable things, and I love oh, the yeah. show. Yeah, hilarious so. show, classic TV show. I think it's a top five comedy hate. show of all time as I well. Hate. Anything that got Millie Bobby Brown in there is tough. <laughs> I wasn't in the show. Um, but Parks and Rec is my number two. Love the show. I recommend if you haven't watched it, please go watch it. It's a very funny show. Like I said, the first two seasons, give it a chance. Seasons three and on, it's going to just capture you. So it is what it is. All right, bet. We made it to number one. Should we do some honorable mentions? Because this was a tough one. Yeah. I, I mean, think we owe it to ourselves to do a couple honorable mentions. Uh, let's, keep, let's cap it at three real quick. I'll do some honorable mentions. Because there are definitely some shows that were tough. Just didn't make the cut for me as like favorites. Right. But were tough nonetheless. Uh, I will throw a cartoon in there, which I did say this one before when we did our top five cartoons. Yeah. But Hey Arnold is definitely a top show for me ever. Just wasn't going to go in my top five because I'm a grown man. (laughs) So I'm not going to put no animated cartoons on here. Yeah, because I was going to put in my top five Attack on Titans. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to put that show on there. Um, Another honorable mention for me, Martin. Martin is definitely a classic. Um, I give it all the respect in the world, but it just missed the cut in my top five. Yeah. Great comedy of all time, though. Uh, Another honorable mention, my last one that I'll mention, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was Breaking good. Bad was a great show. Walter White cooking up crack. <laughs> um, no, what did he cook up? Crystal meth. Crystal meth. Yeah. Sorry. He was For all the crystal meth heads out there. He was sorry. A, he, was, he was disrespected. A meth head. But Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was great. Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Cranston, a classic. But again, just missed my top five. You got any honorable mentions there? Yeah, Black Hole Sun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By Soundgarden, very good. No, um, Atlanta. You don't like Atlanta? No, Atlanta's tough. I'm just uh, no honorable mention. That's why I said honorable mention. Okay. Yeah, dummy. Um, Atlanta. Uh, off the top of my head, what else can I think of? Um, honest. <laughs> we talked about this before the show, but I wanted this. I, I thought about putting. The Wu Tang Saga up there for real, for real. <laughs> I did. Yep. That show tough. You're crowning it already. That show tough, bro. You know it's tough though. I said we need to give it another season before I can like truthfully say how I feel about it. But so far, man, that John tough. And then one that you probably haven't seen, but I caught the episodes. I think this is another. I don't know if this is a Hulu special or HBO special. I think it was HBO, Chernobyl. You ever seen that? HBO. HBO. Chernobyl. I think it had one season, one or two seasons. I've seen it. I just, it was, I saw it when it came out. So it's been a minute. But that John. That was a good show. That John tough. Uh, it might have had two. No, I think it was, it was either one or two. Yeah, it was like a stand. But it was, it was a limited series. And yeah. It was something that, uh, I think it might have been one. Yeah. yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, shout out to the people at Chernobyl. I hope they <laughs> yeah holding up. Yeah, Donald Trump's wife's from there. Um. All right, coming in at number one for me. Okay. Drum roll, please. A 
How you gonna use one of your, your shows as my drum roll? Coming in at number one for me, <laughs> Dev. You already know where I'm going with this. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think I got it. Hold on, let me see. This show get me hard. <laughs> I'm hard. I think I got it. Is it this right here? Let me see. Life is unfair. I got two words for you. The Office. Starring Steve Carell, John Krasinski, Jenna Fisher, Rain Wilson, Rain Wilson, Andy Bernard. <laughs> what was his name again? No. Uh, Dang, what's the boy's name? Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Who plays Andy Bernard. Yeah. The list goes on and on, man. Brian, it's an iconic cast. Brian Bumgardner. Brian Bumgardner. Oscar Nunez. Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> Angela Kinsey. Dave, you forgetting the one and only. Uh, Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. And also, rest in peace. Uh, Stand-up comedian. Mindy Kaling. <laughs> she didn't die. <laughs> And a comedian, rest in peace. You worked in the warehouse. You messing up, Patrice O'Neill. Patrice O'Neill. He rests in peace, yes, sir. Um, Dev, the Office. Need I say more? It's the greatest show of all time. Mm. I probably watched the whole Office about seventy times through, and I ain't even joking on you. <laughs> like you said about Family Guy, that's the show that I'll throw on if I'm like mopping the house or just like I don't know paying bills or playing myself in chess <laughs> or playing with myself <laughs> or playing with myself. Um, Why are you just on the couch playing with yourself? <laughs> Where else I'm supposed to be? on the bed or something? No. Right on the couch with it. <laughs> Next time you sit on the couch, think of me. <laughs> um, Say something for me. Dad, the office, the office man, uh-huh. is just iconic. Steve Carell, the best comedy character on in TV history. Ooh. Better than Ron Swanson. Ooh. Better than Andy Dwyer. Better than Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> Throw a name out there. Michael Scott is better. It's Who? a show about just the modern day office. That's it. So it's about a paper company in Scranton, PA. All types of hijinks, mm-hmm. all types of dry humor. It was adapted from a British show of the same name called The Office. Um, but the the American version kind of took it and just made it this major phenomenon. And The Office has the distinct kind of. Um, it, it, it was, I, I want to say, the first big show that Netflix kind of helped propel. Because Netflix really reopened a lot of doors for a lot of shows. Ah, uh, yeah. There yeah. were shows that came out on TV, maybe didn't hit as hard. But when Netflix came out and started getting all these franchises on there and people were able to binge, like literally the pairing of Netflix and The Office together really brought that show to life. So yeah. that's my number one. I, I don't even need to say anymore. Well, people who- know. Who would like you asked for me Park and Rex? Who would you say is like your top three characters of that show? Obviously, Michael. Michael Scott, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, Jim and Pam. You want to put Dwight up there? Oh, wait, sorry. Dwight number two. <laughs> I was about Dang. To say. I was about to say. How did I forget Dwight? Dwight's hilarious. Yeah. Dwight's funnier than Andy. Oh, yeah, by From far. Yeah. Oh, by, no. Oh, I thought you meant Andy on hey, your no, show. No, yeah. <laughs> no, he's not. From Parks and Rec. He's definitely not. Yes, Dwight definitely. Funny. He's not funnier than Andy. Uh, and then um, Jim Halper. Jim? I, I, I always had this discussion. I would go the same top two, but I would switch and put uh, Kevin as funny, funnier. I think Kevin's funnier than Jim. In that show, I think Jim obviously plays a bigger role, so he has more. You see more of him, but I feel like every time Kev gets on camera or every time he says something, you're nine times out of ten you're gonna laugh at it. And then we've always had this debate of which show was better because you're I'm, a, I'm more of a Park and Rex fan, and you're right. more of a Office fan. But we can get into that, you know. Maybe a little, that could be in its own, maybe its own debate that we do on here yeah, one the time. Office is better. I, mm, I think the that. Park and Rec because the Office suffered from what. Game of Thrones suffered from which was the last two seasons when Michael left the show was garbage and you know that's true coming in at number one for Dev <laughs> drum roll please hey yo Jerry Chestnut <laughs> come on Dave come on Pop let me see let me see if I can get this let me see if I can get this working this man this why i'm never going to hulu oh i love this show i'm never going to spotify <laughs> again to look up music man Ooh. white people that's why start this from the beginning no man come on dave is that sanford is that sounds like a regular college oh, that's kid. mash <laughs> Coming in number one for me, Chappelle Show, Dave. Come on now, bro. You're going to disrespect? You're not even going to think about the Chappelle Show when you're talking about top five TV shows of all time? Classic characters. Rick James. Prince. Lil John. Talking about classic characters that Chappelle has brought to life when, <laughs> when keeping it real goes wrong. The wife swap episode, the real world episode of Harlem, I think it was. Racial draft. <laughs> the racial draft. The a white supremacist, black supremacist, white guy, or black white supremacist, black guy, whatever. Black Bush. Black Bush. The list goes on and on. MTV Cribs, John. Negro Thomas. The Negro Thomas. Ashley Larry. Come on, Dave Chappelle show has Tyrone brought Biggums. Tyrone Biggum Chappelle show has brought us classic characters upon classic characters. Yes. And you want to talk about the best t- you the best TV show character of all time? Dave Chappelle. <laughs> we could put that up there. I know it's a different show because it's a it's a sketch comedy show and it's not an actual like, you know, TV show whatever, but No, it was a show on TV. Yeah. I would allow it. <laughs> so, Chappelle is better than Steve Carell obviously, but this show had too much classic characters, too much classic moments, too many classic skits for me to not put on my list and not put it up here at number one. As much as I love Family Guy, as much as I love Parks and Rec, I love that show. And that's what's coming in number one for me, Dave, the Chappelle show. So that's what it is for me. That's what it is for me. So I don't know how you feeling. I think I took it. I know I went horror and comedy and you kind of mixed in your, you know, 
other stuff here or there, which I have more dramas, dramas. Yeah, you have more drama stuff, but I'm you, dramatic. You into the dramas, you know what I mean? You into the dramas, but Dave, I hope you don't think we ended it off like that. Nah, man, this is our fiftieth episode, Dad. No, sir. No, this sir. This is our fiftieth episode. Of man. course, yeah. So last week, I told the people. I said, "Listen, what you said." Tune in. Word is born. Your tongue is a sword. Yes, tour is a song. What? <laughs> I missed my the first letters of each. I'm sorry. So, Dev. Yeah, sword is a tongue, yo. I told the people to tune in because hitting this 50th milestone, I think it's important to stop, smell the flowers, appreciate where we've been, but also think about where we're going. Mm-hmm. So, the reason that I wanted everybody to tune into this episode specifically is because... I think it's time that we really start thinking about how to take the pod to the next level. I'm looking up to the sky right now. Now, Dev. I'm trying to level up. I I am aware that through our socials, right, we interact with the people. We put out our top five. We put out our episodes and people comment, share and like it. Um, People also have reached out to us and say, yo, love the pod. Love what y'all doing. Would love to support. And people have supported. Yeah. Yeah. Right. People have uh, contributed to the pot, given us not only the, the support and the love, but ideas, um, boners, boners, <laughs> <laughs> giving <nudes>. us boners. <laughs> <laughs> um, people, people have shown out. I've had some, but yeah. people have also wanted to continue to show, show out and show support. So, up to this point we really haven't given folks a vehicle for that yeah but also realizing that with this right we do this every week we don't get paid for this we don't have any you know it's off the other than our sponsorship with nike we really don't have and uggs sheepskin chanclas (laughs) i got them on right now (laughs) yeah i got some ugg slippers dev was like yo them johns look mad comfy son word is born I said, word is bomb. He said, my chocolate is a sword. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I'm belaboring the point. (laughs) So listen. Get to the point, bro. The point is. We had an hour and 57 minutes right now. The point is we had an hour and 57 minutes. And me and Dev, we want to take this opportunity at our 50th episode to rally the people. Rally the controllers. And we want to ask that y'all help get us to the next level. So with the release of this week's episode, through our Instagram page, through our Facebook fan page, we are going to start a campaign through Fundly. Fundly is a crowdsourcing fundraising campaign, F-U-N-D-L-Y, Fundly.com. We are going to crowdsource the resources that we need to take this show to the next level. So here's what we're going to do. Here and now, I promise to love. Here and now, we are going to ask our controllers to rally around us. Help us put together the funds that will help take this pod to the next level. Right? When you talk about things like needing equipment, needing a dedicated um, PC, like like an actual, you know, laptop to dedicate to the show. Right now, I'm using my work PC. Yeah. Okay? I'm just waiting for them to fire me. (laughs) Because of all this outlandishness that I got on my... (laughs) In my files. You know, we, we piece this together. Now, over time, we've gotten little things, you know, little wires, 
you know, we try to store our stuff properly, but we could really use equipment. We bought everything we could, off of us. Yeah, yeah, we could we could use an increase in our technological capabilities. Um, and we also been talking a lot about merchandise. Yeah, and we want to get merchandise out to the people. It's time, guys. But it's time. We would really love if everybody rallied around us. So this week, when the episode comes out. Please check the IG at cruise underscore control pot. Check the Facebook fan page for the cruise control pot. Uh, and if you can, if you can, all right, because we know everybody don't got it, which is fine. Cause I don't, are you going to donate? I don't got it. <laughs> so you're not going to donate. I wanted, you know how you said, we know some of you don't got it. All I'm right, in that. Lose I, my number. Don't got it. pile. <laughs> lose my number. I, what you mean? Am I gonna donate? You just said in the beginning I put this together. <laughs> Lose my number, like I said. No, but seriously, <laughs> please, if you can, if you can support and show love. Now listen. To be fair, right? I wanted to do this here. Usually, when people start these campaigns, they put out a target, but I wanted to do it here. Like we need to build it right now on air with the people, Dev. What you mean? We doing things differently with the cruise control pie. So right now, I want us to set a target goal live on air so that people can help us get there. What's the target? All right. So here's what I'm thinking. Oh, I don't like the way you started that off. So here's what I'm thinking, right? <laughs> okay. Thinking about some of the stuff we said, merch, technology, uh, uh, equipment, stuff like that. On average, what do we get uh, per per episode as far as listeners go? Like between like 70, 100, 100 right? Sometimes we spike to like, you know, 130, 140 around okay. there, but we you know, we stay between like so 70. Let's say we did The lowest we did was 70. Okay. So let's say we did a $2,000 campaign. <laughs> Does that sound crazy to you? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but look, so all that means is if 70 people who listen to us weekly, okay, on average, right? If I take 2,000, <laughs> I got my calculator. Are you calculating for the controller? Yeah, yeah, listen. Because I want, I want to be transparent about this. So if I take $2,000, right? And I divide by 70. Okay. That means if every controller could give $28.57. We will hit our goal of two thousand dollars. <laughs> That's do, it. Do you listen? That's a cup of coffee. Do you listen? Twenty-eight dollars. <laughs> That's a cup of coffee at La Colombe. Twenty-eight dollars and fifty-seven cents for for the price of a cup of coffee. You can help the cruise control pod get to the next level. Do you want a shirt? Do you want a hat? Dad, what if we went 3000 as our campaign? <laughs> so let me get my calculator. Get my trusty, dusty calculator out. So if 70 people... Uh-huh. If we set our goal for 3000 Right, and we divide that by 70. That's, yep. What's that's that? That's $42.85. That's... For the price of a lunch... <laughs> Listen, for the price of a lunch, you can help the cruise control pod get to the next level. <laughs> what lunch you where so you be for a measly $42.85? You could dig in your pocket and find $42.85. Right. In the arms of 
So listen. What, what do you want to say to that, Dad? I did the math for you. I did the mathematics. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if like <laughs> you feel me. I'm cool with like anything. <laughs> you. <laughs> You said we need three. Th- no, we need a target, man. The people need something to aspire to. How about if we make our target two thousand seven hundred thirty-five? Wait, two seven three five divided by seventy listeners. Thirty-nine oh seven, bro. That's it. Yes, only thirty-nine oh seven. Yo, y'all can afford that, yo. For the cost of a men's haircut with a tip. <laughs> and the transaction fee on your on your car because right. you're using credit. Right. And you on the four square. You can uh, help take the cruise control pod to the next level. Yo, and we be, yo, listen, you help us, we going, do you want a hat? Do you want a t-shirt? We're going to have new mics. We're going to have. We, essentially, this money is going back to the listeners. Yeah, and I already told Dave, y'all, if he come in, right, if he come into this joint with wolf skin chanclas on, I know he done dabbled into the funds and bought himself, uh, he splurged on himself a little bit. Because right now he got sheepskin. So I told him. That's not happening. <laughs> right, right. And I don't even got no skins on the, my, my moccasins. <laughs> my moccasins is carpet. It's trash. <laughs> you got on shacks? You got on Shaq moccasins. Yo, the back of my ankles is cold in these moccasins, dude. No, but this is this is for this is as much for the people as it is for Yes, because I I've gotten messages like Dave said that people want to know how to support and we want to make this outlet because if you want to support, we'll use that and put it right back into this podcast. The time is now. And the time is now. The and, time. and episode 50 is our time to talk to you guys about this to to let you guys know how we feel to really come out and, and really say we want to take this to the next level and you guys can really really help us do that and and we love you guys and you know that we enjoy we enjoy having you guys listening every week we enjoy having you guys you know text us and call us and when we meet up you're like yo the podcast this week was funny you know it was hilarious you guys had a great show whatever the case may be we just want to keep upgrading keep doing better for ourselves so we're going to put this together for you guys funly what is it f-u-n-d-l-y yeah you're going to see the link you're going to see the link at cruise underscore control pod check out our facebook page yeah send it to your people look even if people don't listen to us just send it to them right Tell them this is my this is my people's podcast. This is my nephews, my son, my ex lover, whoever like whoever's listening to this. Whatever we mean to you, Jason. This is my mentor. This is their podcast. Show some support. Jason. Again, for the cu- for the cost of a cup of coffee, twenty eight dollars and fifty seven cents. You can help take us to the next level. Yeah, if I start seeing... So we did a couple mathematics. We're going to see what the target is for the campaign. If I start seeing $28.57 donations... That's going to be tough. And we appreciate it. <laughs> but that was our announcement. We have more announcements coming at, at some point. Oh, yeah. We got some other things in the tuck. Um, I, I don't want to reveal anything quite yet. I don't want to reveal anything quite yet. But... We have more announcements coming. We have more stuff coming up, and we're excited for what's to come. Cruise control is only going to go up from here, guys. A, a lot of people, um, um, I, I guess I could shout out uh, one person who told me at the very beginning of the year, uh, Poppy Lex got a first off shout out Poppy Lex. He got a he got a new job. He done upgraded. He he he, he, he done upgraded his life. 
But at the beginning of the year, before we released our newest episode for, for this year, for 2021, mm-hmm. he told me, yo, 2021 and here on out, this is where y'all level up. This is where Cruise Control takes the next step. And Bobby Lex, I could not agree with you more. We are taking our next steps. We are trying to level up for you guys. We're trying to have fun with this and we want to keep getting better and better each day. That's all I got to (laughs) say. So listen, we appreciate in advance all the support. Keep an eye out for the link. We're going to start this campaign. We need y'all support. Please help us get to the next level. We appreciate it. Listen, if you can't. It's okay. It's cool. Keep listening. Yeah. Because the love is what matters most. What matters the most is that you guys keep listening. You guys keep supporting. You keep telling your podiatrist, your psychiatrist, your Michael Myers, whatever. You tell everybody you see in the street. <laughs> Michael Myers, psychiatrist. You tell everybody you see in the street about the cruise control. That's the best support we can get. And remember. What's up? Don't judge a book by its words. No, we never judge a book by its words. So, Dad, how you, how you taking me out, man? I mean, there's only one thing that rules everything around me. Do you know what that is, Dave? Petite. <laughs> that nigga won, guy. Petite rules everything. Around. Look out for the cops, though. Cash food. Shit. Word up. Two for fives over here, baby. Mm, it's Word easy, y'all. Niggas got garbage <laughs> down the way. Word up. Who's Buddha Monk? Cash rules everything around me. Cream getting. Yeah. It says she was in Stranger Things. Huh? He was in Stranger Things. Word up. <laughs> No, it says Cash Method Man, Raekwon, Inspector Deck, and Buddha Monk. I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times time side. Staying alive was no job. Had second hands. Moms bounced on old men. So then we moved to Shallon Land. A you young know, dude, American side go to. I did, but I'm trying to Buddha Monk. Follow us on IG. At Cruise underscore control pod. Follow us on IG at Cruise underscore control pod. At Dev Food at Dave Cruise. If you don't have an IG, follow us on Facebook at Dave Cruise at Dev Cruise or follow our Facebook at Cruise Control Pod. We out. So I got what a sick I love it.